1: Welcome to the Mud Horde Clan Cast On the Fangirl Zone, I am
2: Beskar Dave.
0: I'm Sean fangirl And I'm
2: Steve. Today we'll be talking about Chapter 15 of The Mandalorian, titled The Believer, Episode 7 of Season 2, written and directed by Rick You yuwa With music by the monkeys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boomer reference. Sorry. Is that the wrong show? <laughs> so, show news. Do we have show news? Did anyone spot anything on the internet this week? <laughs> oh
0: my! god i was posting so yeah. much on the fangirl's
1: own facebook page that was so i'm like what yeah. so it's so ambitious i wonder if they can pull it all off uh, um, it's they not only star wars
2: it's marvel too oh yeah god, goodness
0: and additional in there which yeah. i don't know if i got all of that up i don't think i did it was insane how much they just dropped yeah i, I can only imagine what it would have looked like at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, my God. Because they usually do huge panels. Yes. And drop stuff like this. Or It it would have been another (laughs) earthquake. Well, Star Wars Celebration was supposed to happen this year, too, in Anaheim. And then it had to be canceled. So it would have been iffy which one they dropped it at. Right. But I could just imagine like we would have heard the cheers and everything. It yes. <laughs> would have been like I what know. is that noise?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's <laughs>
2: a disturbance in the Force. Exactly,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> like a a
1: million voices crying out. <laughs> <laughs> So, Disney just teased that it has 10 Star Wars shows in the work for Disney+. Plus. So, raise, why don't you raise the price while you're at it? Yeah. And now we know a lot more of, of them of what they are. The first two are spin-offs of The Mandalorian called Ahsoka and The Rangers of the New Republic. The company just announced that Those during its big investors call... I've, I've heard uh, these investor calls are usually really sedate affairs like Bull Ring. Right. Not this one. No. I wonder if it had something to do with the COVID and not worrying investors. You I know, may- making sure... Keep investing. Right. More than likely. More than likely. We don't know too much about them, but we do know that both are set during the same timeline as the Mandalorian. That's what did he said on Twitter, specifically referring to the show about little Grogu as opposed to a more generic post-return of the Jedi era, which means these are most likely happening alongside the events of the Mandalorian. Yeah, I would think so. Makes so sense
0: I me. think that means your theory was correct about a show, Ahsoka, that it was kind of a backdoor pilot.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes those <laughs> go well. Sometimes they don't. I'm not sure that one went particularly well, even though it blew up the internet. So, well, keep now
0: even more so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the protagonist of Ahsoka will obviously be Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> so, with what? Was the, yep. Stunner, write it down. We found it. <laughs> with Rosario Dawson reprising her role from a recent Man of the appearance. One of these days, I want to sit in on one of these meetings where they discuss salary. Oh, yeah. Here's money. You want it? Yeah, I, I'll take it. <laughs> so anyway, the, as I said, the uh, protagonist of Ahsoka will be Ahsoka. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as the New Republic is, it could be related to Kara Dune, who is famously a soldier for the Rebel Alliance and the New Republic before retiring and befriending Din Djarin and his little green baby friend. But we don't know, and Disney might not even be ready to say that given Gina Caro's whole online presence. Sometimes you have to oh. go and sh- shut up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing a lot that said she needs to basically stop and apologize mm-hmm. and that it was from Disney saying this, especially if she wanted to be in any further kind of su-
1: shows and series. Right. Why, Why poison that Relationship. I mean, and then seriously, I, at this point, it's like I'll just, do it. Ah. I'll get. I'll do it. I'll dress up in her outfit. I don't care how big <laughs> it is. And put a little <laughs> tattoo under my eye. I'll do it. You don't want the money, girl. <laughs> Anyway, there's more. Outside of the Mandalorian timeline, we also have a Justin Simeon, the Dear White People, developing a show about Lando Calrissian. Uh, that kind of blew me away. I'm like, they really are? I know they always talked about it and now they're doing it.
2: Right. Holy
1: smoke. We don't know if Donald Glover is coming back. But Disney Plus hasn't had a problem luring movie actors to TV for any of its other TV shows, so why not? And he has a TV. he has a TV. He was on a TV show about a community college for a while. Anyway, so why not? Yeah, so he's willing to come back. Actually, that's one of those. Yes, please. Would you like to be in our show? Yes, please. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> here's more money. Yeah. So,
1: so Gina, do what he's doing to say yes, please. Yeah. There's also Star Wars Visions, which sounds like a series of Star Wars anime shorts. I guess I'll have to tune in for that, too. And, of course, there's more. Disney has also showed a preview for Andor. Super psyched about that. The oh, that to... one
0: I'm super excited about, too, Dave.
1: Me, too. Oh. Like, because hold... it's
0: like, I mean, we just got Rogue One, and it's like, oh, I want more? How is this over?
1: Yeah. He's so great, too. That's the pe- It's going to be a prequel to Rogue One, because why not go in the past? <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> they got blanks to fill in.
1: So yeah, really. Weird. Announced also is a new animated adventure called A Droid Story. I know there have been whispers about that for a longest time about R2-D2 and C-3PO introducing a new hero. And also, uh, they've also announced a mystery killer from Leslie Headlin of Russian Doll fame. It's gotta be cool. That's gotta yes. be cool. Russian Doll was amazing. I hope that comes back soon. It's called The Acolyte and set in a new High Republic era. Timeline long before the prequels. We heard about that once before. But now we know its name. And perusing that thing called YouTube. <laughs> one, of, one of the shows I said, says he wants Darth Bane from the uh, era of the High Republic to come back to, because he believes that that'd be a great story. I don't know a lot about it. I don't play the game. Right. But I don't he...
0: know what is going on with this this timeline. So I'm really interested to see how that plays out. I wow. mean, the books go on forever. Yes. Books Both, come, books. <laughs> you know, pre-Disney canon and canon. But I just i am super excited. There's so much. But at the <laughs> same time, it's like, is it too much?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We're all looking forward to a new era after the uh, this plague pandemic finally goes away. I mean, if, if there's hope at the end of the tunnel, I'll take it. Right. If it's only five shows, bring it.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, I agree with you.
1: So anyway, I'm not done. <laughs> there's more? Done? There's more. Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor will appear in the Obi-Wan Kenobi live action series. Uh, this is, okay, I'm pulling back from my desk, and this is where I slap my hand on my thigh. I'm like, did you hear that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding? I'm like, if you're having trouble with timelines, that's a little... I was like, hmm, how are they going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, what was it? Kathleen Kennedy says it's the rematch of the century. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Rematch? How's that possible? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay whatever
0: okay i'm excited ewan mcgregor is coming back oh yeah but it's like you said it's like okay where exactly is this falling with hayden christensen or are we going to see him like i don't think i've seen him in anything recently so i don't know how well he's aged he looks Um, good he looks fine okay to see if it's supposed to be like as he has like was totally sliding into darth vader and then became no, no <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, slid he, into the lava <laughs> pre youngling massacre. Let's say it's like is it oh, that man. part? But I mean, isn't that what the Clone Wars is? Because I have it has to be post.
1: Doesn't well, it have to be post if it's if it's a rematch? Right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you and McGregor's freaking thrilled about Hayden Christensen coming back. I saw him online, YouTube, whatever, and he's like, "Yes, you know, fist pumping me and my buddy back together." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I think that's done for news for now. For now. Yeah. Tomorrow's another day.
0: Oh my gosh. There's just so much. So you should totally check out everything that we posted over it. I have it all on the Facebook page for Fangirl Zone because mm. like Steve said, there was a ton of Marvel stuff that came out too, which I am like jonesing to get more of. Right. <laughs> like crazy. And just a ton of stuff with their animation and the non-world specific, fandom specific stuff out there. Uh, I know Willow was is gonna be coming out which is supposed to be a se- sequel which is like wait how but whatever we'll figure it out so yeah tons of news check it out and now we're gonna dive headfirst into the Mandalorian this episode episode seven which I knew you guys are gonna give me this to do I can't say this word it's the penultimate episode
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I can't There's say that well said it. yay I did okay <laughs> To move against the Empire, the Mandalorian needs help of an old enemy. I will tell you that I was surprised. But I don't know if my theory from last episode is totally blown out of the water yet. That's good. So Steve, take it away.
2: All right. Initial <laughs> reactions.
1: Dave. Uh, I like it better. The second viewing, as I seemingly always do. It was, uh, I should say, my penultimate viewing. It usually doesn't go okay, well. Okay, you're
0: going to keep saying that word just because yes. I boom,
1: <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> that might be the penultimate time I, I say that. <laughs> Yeah, I liked it better the second time. I even raised my rating, which I'm saving for the end, of course. But we're back to not spinning the wheels to make a juggernaut joke, but concluding pirates to get swept under him. But, it, you know, they just had to make a distraction before the big finale. It better be a big finale. I can't see how it won't be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sean? I am nervous about what's coming next, actually. Like I said, I liked it. I was surprised, like I said, that um, I believe I had said Mayfield was going to betray us, but that's why they were using him. And it didn't happen this episode, which surprised me. Right. But I even the way it ended i'm not a hundred percent that he's not going to do something but i i did like it i thought it was interesting and little comments throughout really uh surprised me because i feel like it's it's showing kinks in mando's armor
2: mm. Yeah, little doubt about that yeah and i enjoyed it as well i kind of got a Little uh, Vietnam era vibe from the episode with uh, all the massive explosions in the kind of a jungle.
1: Yeah. Uh, Resentful villagers.
2: Yes. And the, uh, effect, uh, the discussion between Mayfield and Hess about the Burning Con, which was very much like the Vietnam era atrocities like May mm. Massacre. So, so, yeah, it was uh, a nice little twist. Now, of course, you still got the Western train robbery feel from, uh, <laughs> yeah. from it as well. But yeah, it was surprised me that, uh, Mayfield was had quite a effect on Dinjarin in this episode, which I really didn't expect, and so that kind of uh, made me enjoy the episode even more, was just the way uh, Mig and Mando interacted and how they actually had each other's back at times, which was... A little surprising. And I enjoyed his character a whole lot more in this episode than I did in the previous one that he was in. Yeah, he, you yeah. Know, he hinted at
1: uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. He said, we all need to uh, sleep at night. Right. And there, there are certain things that'll just keep you awake forever unless you find a way to resolve them.
0: Which I, I think we all know about the part he's talking about. Well, like later when he says it. So I'm just wondering, and I'm throwing this out to you guys because I asked Jason when we were watching, do you think that his family was part of like the farmers or whatever that got like like blown up
1: yeah well I don't know or do you think maybe it just reminded him of family yeah. yeah. Um, and plus all the guys he served with that were right. just
2: smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he definitely pointed out that to Hess was that there was way too, he lost way too many friends in in that mission. So
0: Because at this point, they're not clones, or at least not all clones. Right. Okay. Turner, like, they haven't really said when they stopped just having the clones, right? Right. Or unless that's in Clone Wars and you guys just aren't telling me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only so many episodes. I'm still on season one.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm up to episode five, four now. I got through four. All right,
0: <laughs> so. we're we're getting there, Steve. We're getting there. Yeah, they're much shorter than everything else, but still, it's like uh, I can really watch so much.
1: So, top three moments. My first, uh, number three, is the pirate attack. And the biggest question I had from the pirate attack, this is when the juggernauts are rolling through the jungle, right. and these guys come up on their skiffs from behind, you know, chanting, waving spears, which has a real apocalypse now feel to it. <laughs> yes. A spear. But why would they, why are they pirates? So if you're a pirate, that means you want something. You want to steal it for your own benefit. You don't want to destroy it. I couldn't understand why they were trying to destroy that, because somebody, I <laughs> probably YouTube, said, uh, well, aren't they? Rebels or freedom fighters? And they don't seem to be because they don't seem to be part of the indigenous population there, like the village he just went through. So why would if the if the Empire values something this much, why destroy it? Just keep it for yourself. Anyway, it was a great it was a great series. I mean a lot of action. Fighting. It went through those guys as, as much as they go through stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> and it was well, great to, You you gonna say something, Steve?
0: I was gonna say maybe hey, you're he not just Steve. said pirate <laughs> because he uh they just assumed it was pirates and then everything
1: changed. And on the closed captioning it says pirate.
0: Yeah, like that's his first thought. Oh it's pirate. Or you mean like beyond? They were identified
1: as pirates when they. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, okay, so they're pirates. Why? Yeah, (laughs) they're not. They're not clear in the concept of what they're supposed to be pirating. (laughs) Anyway, I did like when the TIE fighters show up to save them. Actually, and they're firing those green tracers. Well, the energy bolts. My father had a story from World War II. was a brief boomer talk. Don't roll your eyes, Steve. (laughs) When my father was a lieutenant during the Battle of the Bulge, they would take a jeep back and forth in the headquarters for little updates. And they'd do it at night because, duh, you don't want to get shot at. But the Germans always used to patrol the streets with aircraft and just shoot just in case something was down there. Wouldn't you know, my father's driving down there, and the Germans straight the road he was on. It was with green tracers. Wow. And I know when they got back to their own unit, they couldn't wait to tell everybody it was green because they always use red tracers. And everyone's so excited. Really green. Not about the part of them getting killed. Right, <laughs> or almost getting killed. <laughs> so there was green traces flying through the air. Good story, Dad. Who's going to else get a number three Mix it in with a boomer talk? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: My number three is the interaction with Mayfield and Valen Hess because uh, yeah. it was at first you're like oh okay he's just trying to play it off he was freaked out at the very first like oh crap he's gonna recognize me but then I'm thinking okay this is a higher up and I'm thinking like okay it's your district manager how many of them know your name right how many remember your face that's how I'm thinking of it and then I'm like all right then he's trying to play it off because of what's happening with Mando and then you just see everything start to happen and he's like this son of a <laughs> you know it's like with, with Mayfield I just that it wasn't even been that long what that like 10 minutes not even yeah. five minutes how he, he went from scared to, okay, I'm going to save him, to that's it. I'm like, wow, he must work retail is all I was thinking. But <laughs> but that that whole interaction was my number three, just because I really liked the way it happened. And um, Valen Hess, who, the guy's name I never remember, but he always plays such a good slimy, like not yeah. quite bad guy, but right on the cusp <laughs> in a lot of things. So I was thinking I he probably like doesn't him. need
1: much makeup. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just use that face buddy you are awesome
0: yeah i don't know. i like him he's always just kind of slimy but use in a good thrones.
1: way i don't know yeah game of thrones
0: oh god well i was actually thinking doom because i've watched that like twelve thousand times. times <laughs> lately it's been on and he's just that weird slimy guy but yeah
2: that's my number
0: three how about we toss the ball Steve. all
2: right my number three is the same as
0: dave's
2: the big ah. pirates keep it coming <laughs> Yeah, I know. Plenty of pirates. Yeah. And <laughs> it was interesting to see how Mando had to deal with not having his his weapons and his Beskar. And oh, yeah, because you've seen him
0: like, try to do it. It's like, oh, crap. Yes.
2: <laughs> and actually, at one point before the ties show up, he's actually pinned down and about to get himself tossed off. So... You know, that kind of uh, gave him we a little you- pause for uh, consideration there, seeing that he was having some issues there.
1: <laughs> yeah, at one point, even his armor, if you can call it that, shatters a little bit like plastic.
0: Right. Yeah, well, that's funny. Be, you said that. He must be wondering, husband-
1: how do they do it?
0: Yes. <laughs> my husband said... Uh, are those helmets worth anything? (laughs) I'm like, nope, just like their armor. It's like, oh, this is my uniform. It's plastic and socks. So that's pretty much it.
1: Pretty much. Oh, so we move on to number two. All right. So my number two is facial scan. So Mando removes his helmet. Dun, dun, dun. And he goes into the database. Now, this is uh, a real point of contention on the internet and elsewhere, I guess.
2: Oh, yeah, it sure is.
1: So if they bring Mayfield along because he's good at clearance, and protocols. And he's afraid to go in because his former boss is there. Who ends up shooting? Spoiler alert. Why does Mando's face pass muster on the facial scan? It, it can't just escape. I mean, uh, scan your face and say, it must know who you are. And I was thinking, well, that means Mando has an Imperial past somewhere that we don't know about because he's in the database. It can't be just that you're not wanted by the Imperialist. And that's why you're not in the database. And you can use it. Anybody can use it. That oh, to I thought
2: that's what it was. Yeah, actually, that was. <laughs> my explanation of how anybody you know, can use it to use pretty it. much, well, it's one of those things where, yeah, it scans your face and then checks a database of known criminals to them. Right.
1: What are the odds of a known criminal being in a secret uh, base, <laughs> let alone a Death Star or a Star Destroyer or anything else? What are the odds? Pretty slim. <laughs> Plus, your well, Han Solo. You I remember get that they aren't the brightest bunch in the uh, galaxy. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that manufacture that useless armor. Yeah, still, I wouldn't mind finding that out. Right. Now, first of all, he, he took off his helmet, and he doesn't like to. So we know he's learning to do without. So that's nice. Yes. But boy, if he has some type of an imperial past, that would be really damn interesting. Yes. What What a what a Grogu finds out about that.
0: Yeah. that would be really interesting because that means he was as a child. Like, scanned in and somehow it right. figured out, oh, this is what he looks like as an adult.
1: Yeah. You think, are you telling me that Imperial computers aren't that great too? No. Yeah. Well, yeah. hello. Have you seen their planet killers?
0: I mean, yeah. it's kind of awesome.
1: I wish they weren't that incompetent, but I guess they are. <laughs> we can build a star destroyer or a planet killer, but, you know, using it, that's different. You
0: know? well, there's always that, you know, exhaust port. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. What are the, the odds? yeah <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, my number two is the same, but I guess different because him taking off his helmet Mm -hmm. because it was all, like I said, what was said earlier is how I feel like, okay, he is evolving. And it's like, all right, I know that I was told I have to wear this and can never take it off just because of the zealot. It's like oh okay maybe this is not right and it seemed like things were changing slowly this season anyway he got that from Bo-Katan he lifted it to drink the soup and you know Grogu's like hey man what's up I can see your nose you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um and then this and just everything that was said earlier from Mayfield like "Well, oh, you know what is it you said you can't take off your helmet but you're wearing a stormtrooper thing is it you can't take it off where anybody can see you or you know what is it so yeah I, I like that and just that we got free time with Pedro Pascal but you know he's Mm -hmm. gonna forever be my my prince of Dorne so I just kind of I love him he looks so weird in some other movies though and he (laughs) doesn't look like he looks here so
1: he will always be my champion
0: (laughs) but now we know why he wears a helmet all the
2: time (laughs)
1: right
0: what do you got Steve
2: my number two is Ties? No problem. Of course, Mayfield uh, shoots the commander, which uh, requires an escape. Fortunately, Kara and Fennec cover their backside as they make it to the roof and into Slave 1. And of course, we have a couple of TIE fighters take off and follow him. Well, that that's movie. not a problem, as <sighs> Slave 1 drops a seismic charge on the fighters, just as Jango Fett did Obi-Wan Kenobi and Attack of the Clones. And then we get to see Mayfield <laughs> just take down that whole facility, telling them we all have to sleep at night. Right. That was, that was good. Yes. Nice
1: shot. I like the part where, uh, uh brown eyes... <laughs> <laughs> looks at him after he shoots his old boss like this is your plan
2: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> to escape is to draw as many troopers as you can think of to shoot at us okay
0: yeah that little head shake he's been like no don't do it
1: don't ah oh, crap yeah, here we go <laughs> oh, let's move to number one the loneliest number <laughs> Number one for me is the message to Moth Gideon at the end, which which was awesome. It was also like, what are you doing that for? Yeah. Why are you telling him you're on to him? Don't you want to keep that part a secret? What about the little green guy? Aren't you afraid he's going to like, well, I've got the little green guy. This is a knife and I'm going to stick it in his ear. Not yeah. that you would do that, ki- kids. But boy, <laughs> does Mando want to be such a B.A. that he's willing to taunt Mob Gideon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. He must have an amazing plan.
2: I guess. Uh, that, that's the last thing anybody with any kind of intelligence would do Would say, oh, by the way, I'm coming after you
1: Yeah, that's like Rambo That was in a movie, I'm coming for you Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: So basically, he was on the phone. It's like I don't know who you are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> have you checked the baby?
0: <laughs> My number one is is the same. The comment, but it's because it brought it full circle to Gideon before he like totally was like you know shooting up the bar from before. Yep, yep. So that's what I like that full circle. And maybe it was just me, but that moment of panic you see in in Moff Gideon's eyes, like oh shit, yeah, who else is he bringing? Because he survived all of this. I have a bad feeling and of course that line has been going through this whole series i have a bad feeling about this
1: you should bring uh, mayfield with him in his avengers or justice league yeah ending (laughs) why not
0: he might end up there we don't know maybe Mm -hmm. it's gonna be you know like a whole lot of ships coming in
1: gonna be like booker from uss discovery i want in
2: or something i don't know dave Well, mine is MIG to the rescue. Of course, as they finally arrive at the facility to cheering throng, (laughs) which had to be as uncomfortable as hell. I know. And we have MIG recognizing Hess. He can't go through with it. We see Mando actually stepping up and saying, no, I'll do it. And takes off the helmet to get the scan done. And when Hess approaches him, MIG steps right up and... Because Mando, without his helmet, he's just lost. He doesn't know. He has, can't think on his feet. really, <laughs> Which is so okay. unusual for him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, dude. Put your hat back on.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mig saves him. And of course, we get the whole discussion because Hess wants to buy him a drink for them actually making it through when the other two got blown up. And, you know, it was just amazing to see Mig just as soon as he realizes that Hess has no clue who he is, he goes off. And that was so awesome to see him just stand up to this guy. And when he finally has had enough of. Didn't take long. (laughs) Yeah. The Imperial. Jargon. It just says, "Now nope, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, Project Cinder. Yeah,
1: or was it Operation Cinder? I think it was Operation Yeah, yeah. That was that was his tripping point. Yep. Good. Any honorable mentions? Hmm?
0: Oh, honorable mentions. Yes, yes, yes. I had to. Just the comment from Fennec, like, oh, nice shot. Yeah. Yeah, talking about what Fennec did. And then Mayfield with, did what you had to do. I didn't see your face. And he has his head turned. And we know he's seen his face, but like he turns his head and is just handing him the helmet, like, I, I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought that was interesting, and that's how I liked it. Dave, did you have an honorable mention this week?
1: Oh, a couple. I I like the scrapyard, right, to start with. Yeah. Looking at all that stuff piled up there, I'm trying to pick it apart myself visually, just to look at all the things. There's a lot of broken TIE fighters there. But another honorable mention is when uh, Mayfield—I keep wanting to call him Baker (laughs) (laughs) Mayfield—is— Is giving crap to the Mandalorian because he realizes he changes helmet and he go, Whoa, what would they say on Mandalore? Yeah, and he's climbing on the Dragon Art. They look back down to Caradune, he goes, oh, It's too bad you're not coming with us, you have such a sunny disposition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a wise guy,
2: yeah. My uh, honorable mentions is, of course, Mando's message to mm-hmm. Gideon saying, I'm coming for you.
1: And well, I got the baby, yeah. <laughs> Uh, We'll see.
2: Yeah, basically he's just telling... Gideon, that you think you wanted this kid. I want it worse and be prepared for anything. Cause I am just coming for you. Oh, and yeah. And what,
0: what was that? I can't remember the movie. I'm coming for you and hell's coming with me or yes. something. It's like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I had me. that feel. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and my other honorable mention is Mayfield goes free. Of course, it was great to see, you know, once they land to pick up Fennec and Kara. We get Mayfield resigns himself to having to go back to prison and Kara comes up with, Oh, it's such a shame that he died in the raid. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love his
0: face. Like, really? Oh, I died. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> and he still can't believe it. And then yeah. he finally goes, uh, "I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gonna walk away. This is me walking
1: away." Yeah. Right. <laughs> he like starts creeping. Then, like, really? Are you sure? Like, okay. I hope he knows where there's a nearby bar or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jason said. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna leave me on this back word planet. Thanks."
1: Oh. <laughs> you yeah. going to walk back to the village. Hey, remember me? Yeah. You saw my face. Yeah, we remember you. <laughs>
0: hey, I blew it up. Yeah, so am I cool here? Can I live in a shanty? Yeah. Maybe he'll go join those pirate.
1: Well, oh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah.
0: What's left of them?
1: <laughs> you
2: guys need a boss. All right, shall we get to <laughs> ratings? Yes. Oh, ratings, ratings.
0: I am really torn because
2: I like the like
0: the action. So, I'm going to say hmm, 4 thermal
2: detonators. Wow. nice. I'm giving it 4.25 wow. out of 5, Best Cardless Mando's.
1: <laughs> and I'm giving it 3 out of 5 Falling Dead Pirates. <laughs> it was a lot of them.
0: Hey, and we had a lot of what is it called, the Foley scream? Is that what Yeah. We had a lot of that happening this episode.
2: Mm -hmm. That was great. (laughs) As always, we do have some feedback from our friend Fred from the Netherlands. So let's find out what Fred thinks of this episode.
3: Hello, Steve, Dave, and Sean and all listeners to the Fangirl Zone. This is Fred from the Netherlands, with some feedback for The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 7. Did you actually realize that both episodes you are podcasting about this week are talking about a scrap heap? In this Mandalorian episode, they got Mayfeld from this prison scrap heap labor camp, and in the Star Trek Discovery episode of this week, we learned that Terran Georgiou, Luck Burnham from a scrap heap. Nice adventurous episode. The only thing I didn't understand when they arrived at this mining station that Mayfeld took off this helmet, or actually didn't put it on again. I know he needed his facial recognition for getting the code, but walking around there and having the risk being recognized, I think that was quite illogical. Having an episode without Grogu was not too bad, I actually didn't miss him too much made the episode a little bit more realistic although they do a very good job in cgi to move and operate grogu it it still feels a little artificial and without him there and any other aliens or strange animals um, made the whole episode a little more realistic it was nice finally to see mando's face here i actually believe in all those 15 episodes we didn't see him really in the face only from behind i think so really seeing pedro pascal here was quite nice really loved mayfeld's small talk towards mando in the rydanium transporter and loved his discussion with this officer in the mass hall in Hess, and that he made a point of all the people that were killed I hope we will see him back somehow, he is a nice character, with humor and an opinion about the world. I found Mando's message towards Moff Gideon at the end a little weak, especially when he says, he means more to me than you will ever know. What the heck, is that important for Moff Gideon? No, the message that Mando wants him back, that's important. Okay, that was all for now, greetings, all the best, Fred from the Netherlands.
2: Alright, Fred.
1: And we did see his face once before last year. It's kind of bloody, though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's that barroom scene where IG-88 had to put that healing stuff on him after that big fight there. Right. In the barroom, he took his helmet off. And remember, it was only for a robot, so.
2: Yes. Making progress. Human, yes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And Fred, yeah, I agree with you that I enjoyed Mayfield's character a whole lot more in this episode. And yeah, just a little disappointed they didn't take him with them. Yeah. I think they could have used him now. Last week, I didn't. This week, I do. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good shot, obviously.
0: Yeah. I don't know, Fred. I'm going to have to say with that last comment. It was like I said, full circle with that's what Gideon said right. last season. Right. So yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like you don't know what's coming. Yep. you know, you thought you had it last year. No, 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 no.
2: Yeah, <laughs> my turn oh. this
1: year. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the movie you were referring to, Sean. It's Tombstone.
0: Oh, okay. I'm like, I know I seen that one recently too. I just couldn't remember.
1: Oh yeah, White That Hell's coming with me. You know, I was just thinking, seeing the Night King there as Hess, when they're sitting in a bar and having drinks. He supposedly all he has to do is tip his finger into the drink to make ice cubes. <laughs> Good trick. Yeah. <laughs> the girls love it. So, ready to wrap it up, people?
2: Yep. Yep. All
1: right. Hey, if anyone else has a review out there, hey, 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 we want to hear it, please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps us with other fans of the show and finds us, or, and help us find us, as there are plenty of other Mandalorian podcasts, but not ones covered in mud like we are. Tell your friends, and I hope you're enjoying our podcast, and don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcast.
0: You can check everything out over at www.fangirlzone.com. And the easiest way to get a hold of us is check out our contacts page there. Otherwise, if you'd like to shoot us a message, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Yes, Tumblr. I don't know if we've ever (laughs) seen anything come through Tumblr, but yeah, it's there. So basically just search Fangirl Zone and you can find us even though it's not always the same. But email is even better because we have a dedicated email to The Mandalorian and soon to be used for the other 10,000 Disney Plus shows that will (laughs) be coming out. (laughs) Our email is mudhornmail at fangirlzone.com I almost added an extra word (laughs) mudhornmail We look forward to hearing from you.
2: Yes, we need more feedback. Cover yourself with mud. Send us an email. Exactly. (laughs) Well, this is Steve. We all have to sleep at night. This is
0: Sean, fangirl S. Proceed with caution. Is she serious?
1: Yeah. And this is Beskar Dave. My spear means more to me than you'll ever know.